Subjugation is liberation! Contradiction is truth! Those are the facts of this world! And you will all surrender to them! You pigs in human clothing! Wandering around the Blue Ridge Mountains, trying to make sense of this crazy, crazy world. I am Dean Ludwig, and with me, as always, is... Hey, I'm Scott Dunlop, reporting from an abandoned missile silo in Lukenbach, Texas, and I got a squeaky chair. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's going to be fun. Well, I I moved the podcast set up from the basement uh, up a couple of levels in the uh, silo, and have not moved the chair up yet, so I'm using an old squeaky chair. As a matter of fact, it's uh, kind of a rust color type chair that'll tell you how old it is. <laughs> so, rust color type chair that yeah. squeaks. Yeah, I mean, it's, right. ca- it's kind of got this burlap rust colored fabric on it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get started off right, and let's do the Wheel of Genders. Do it. So this week I'm going to be a stolen suitcase, so I'm running from uh, Sam Britton as much as I can. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's that's a story we need to talk about. But uh, I am an Ice Age woolly mammoth. Waiting on the return of the next Ice Age. Well, I hear that's coming this week. So, yeah, gonna be cold. There we go. Thank God for global warming. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> damn global warming. I know, make everything colder. Well, since I was talking about Sam Britton, let me talk yeah. about him a little more. So, if you don't know who Sam Britton is, Sam Britton is a non binary official who was arrested over stolen suitcases. Not one, Well, he was arrested over one stolen suitcase. Right. But it's not his first. It's his third. Yeah. And he's also has, has a warrant out in, I think, Nevada uh, for doing the same thing again. Uh-huh. And the pictures that he's been taking at all these events are stolen women's clothing out of these suitcases. It's just... Oh, man. I mean... <sighs> All right, he's a, he's an official in the the energy department in the Biden administration. Uh, deals with nuclear waste and, and disposable nuclear waste and things like that. The guy is probably making a pretty good living. Yeah, uh, I know one of the one of the bags he stole was like uh, I don't remember the brand. I think it might have been like Louis Vuitton or something. But it was it was like a you know several thousand dollar piece of luggage. Right. It's like what is wrong with these people? Uh, well, I mean, I hate to say he's weird, but he's got pictures. He's got pictures of himself tied up naked Uh that are out there in the open. Uh, pictures of himself doing pup play. If you don't know what that is, I had to look it up. Uh, put yourself in a leather doggy mask and act like a dog. And Uh, trust me, if you look it up. You're going to be shocked. Yeah. I mean, look, man, I'm not kink shaming anybody. You know, whatever your deal is, is your deal. But the rest of us don't need to know about it. No. Keep that in your bedroom and you'll be just fine. Well, 
Who is Sam Britton? Sam Britton is a Biden administration nuclear official. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 35 years old. He is a nuclear engineer. And okay. he, his pronouns are they, them. And so he's more than one? Yeah, I guess. And them went to the store. Anyway, <laughs> became one of the federal government's first gender non-binary officials earlier this year when he took the role in the Department of Energy's Office of Nuclear Energy. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, go ahead and look it up, but uh, he's pretty blatant. He, he is he. Pr- pretty blatant about women wearing women's clothes and uh you know hey man i feel for you if you're like that that's that's all right but look man don't shove your agenda down my throat i just oh. i don't i don't care but obviously there's some problems here so uh the guy's a klepto can't can't keep from stealing stuff which uh um you know he obviously has some issues especially being um having a mustache and wearing a dress because there are pictures of him with a mustache wearing a dress on him. Like, and a red how, mohawk. Yeah, I'm like, how really are you confused? I don't I don't get it. You know, this is this is not star time, you know, where <laughs> where you get to make up whatever you want. It's uh look man, I, I fought social norms during during the eighties and and uh, had long hair and played in a band and stuff and wore wore uh, crappy clothes, um, but you know it's just standard teenage rebellion. But at some point, I had to grow up and go. All right, I'm not going to be able to uh, really function in this world as a human being if I if I can't seem to get it together. Now, here are a couple of quotes. Now, okay. and this is quotes from different generations. Uh, boomers, I can't believe I wore bell bottoms. <laughs> Gen X, which is what you and I are, are right. uh, I can't believe I wore my hair like that. Or parachute pants. Yeah, that too. Remembers only jackets. Oh, okay. Millennials, I can't believe I was goth. <laughs> Gen Z, I can't believe I cut my dick off. So, oh you know, God. the difference in the progression of, uh, of of the generations is just i don't know uh i i do get you know you you gotta be more shocking than the generation before and and at the time i was pretty it was pretty shocking to have hair down to your waist and be a be a boy and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um but i wasn't i wasn't trying to be a another gender i was just being a dude with long hair which uh in the love department worked out pretty good. <laughs> so, um, but you know, here, here again, this isn't like this guy's a, a barista. No, he's a nuclear engineer in charge. Well, he's a deputy secretary, I think is what right. it was. I mean, he wasn't in charge, but a deputy secretary of nuclear waste, which well, I think I think he's I think he's pretty much in charge of uh, nuclear waste disposal. Yeah, and how we do that. Yeah. So anyway, he was accused of snatching a two thousand three hundred twenty-five dollars Vera Bradley suitcase. Oh, Vera Bradley. That's what. It was. 
from yeah. the baggage claim at Minneapolis St. Paul Airport back on September 16th. Okay. This dude's got a top shelf government job. How did he not lose his job? Oh, he did. He was oh. fired. I was mean, he, he was I fired. Mean, I, thought, I, did, I didn't think he was uh, right away back then. No, he was not right away. You're, okay. you're correct about that. I think that had to go through HR. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. How can we get sued for this? Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. how that works. So, uh, yeah, uh, when Brenton was confronted by police and nearly a month later, they initially, he, they, now uh-huh. here, we, here we go with this freaking pronoun. Uh, even the articles, he, I'm not going to use they, um, he initially denied stealing the bag, insisting that their, his clothes were inside the suitcase at the time. But Burton quickly backtracked and claimed that they, he, had taken the piece of luggage by mistake. <laughs> then why did he not see that the clothes in there were not his or that would make sense if he had the identical bag that he was traveling with, Mm -hmm. but he didn't, but he didn't. Britain told the police, Brenton, sorry, Brenton told the police, they, he (laughs) first realized the bag wasn't theirs, his, when they, he, sorry, this is getting ridiculous, <laughs> opened up at the hotel. They, he got nervous that someone would, now how can he call them someone? Does he know their pronouns? I don't know. Might be some too. He may be dead naming there. But anyway, I mm. uh, think that they, he stole it. So they, he emptied out the suitcase and dumped the women's clothes in the drawers of the hotel room, court documents say. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You know. And then wore them. Yeah, Occam's Razor says, uh, bullshit. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> hey, man, this is one of the most ridiculous stories of the year. The fact that we let this clown world stuff pass for acceptable behavior. Yes. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm well, the li- thing is, you know, I can accept you as you are, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, even you, Scott, I mean, I can accept you. It's tough, but yeah. I can. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, but there's a, a big difference do, between but- accepting and embracing. Don't make me embrace that, which I either one don't agree with or two don't understand yet. Copy that. Other one. Copy that. I mean, uh, my, my sentiments exactly. I mean, I'm fully, look, I can accept people for whoever they are. And, and you know what? It's, um, I've known men that dress like women and, and, and that's all, that's all fine and good. Uh, they didn't make me recognize them. Mm -hmm. They didn't make me celebrate them. It's like, Hmm, bro interesting choice for you but (laughs) but then again you know when when i was back in metal bands you know i made some interesting choices too um and but i didn't say you must recognize me and must celebrate me i was like it's like well i'm making a choice here and i may get my butt kicked in a country bar um (laughs) true story but anyway (laughs) like the uh blues brothers movie 
Yeah, what kind of music you play here? Both kinds, country and western. <laughs> so uh um anyway, that's uh that's as much as uh I want to talk about Sam Brent. You want to talk about Brittany Griner? We can. All right. And and, and Max Boot. And Max Boot. Uh Brittany Griner was released from Russia for pot. Yeah. Okay. For well, for breaking the law breaking, that she knew about. Yeah, breaking the law. So she thought she was in America where nobody can do anything to her because she's a, a black lesbian. Yes. Who's like seven feet tall. Yeah. Am am I am I too far off base about saying that she's a black lesbian? Yeah. Hmm. Is that the truth? Is she a black lesbian? Uh there's, there's, there is some definite speculation. Okay. But uh right now as far as the public is is told, she is a black lesbian. Okay. Or African-American, whatever. Um, So, Paul Whelan. Yes. Is left in Russia, been there for four years. An actual U.S. asset who is... A spook. Oh, yeah, (laughs) definitely a spook. Definitely a spook. Yeah. Uh, I can can spot the spook. He is is one. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, mean, he's he's a U.S. asset. Mm. I mean, he is... A governmental agent he is, you know, somebody worth a trade of of significance. Yeah, Brittany Griner is a basketball player. So, so this basketball player, this yes. uh, uh, shining bright woke star. Yes, let's, let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, shining bright woke star, which uh, in uh, political terms uh, or has more. Uh, political cash mm-hmm. you know as as far as clout uh, for the Biden administration was traded this week for the merchant of death yes not yes. a fair trade at all okay if anybody has seen the movie Lord of War with Nicolas Cage yeah pretty good movie it really is that movie is based on Max Boot's life. Mm-hmm. So, not a fair trade. Okay, so no. uh, uh, how much do you watch the WNBA? Is it even televised? Nobody does. Nobody cares unless huh. unless you're a female basketball player. Right. Okay. Uh, it's like, all right, so I like motorcycles and I watch, uh, you know, there's Supercross, there's the Outdoor Series, which are the big ones. And then there's mm-hmm. there's a second tier called Arena Cross. Who watches that? Nobody but me, because I like motorcycles. Right. <laughs> yes. So unless, I do not watch it. Unless you're a female basketball player, you're probably not watching the NBA. Right. WNBA, sorry. Um, so we created this from or we traded this person, she, shim, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Victor Boot, which is an illegal arms dealer, one of the largest in history. Yes, as as you said, he, there's been a movie made about him. Yes, yeah, yeah. Don't get that for uh, trading candy at the elementary st- school. No, no. Uh, so uh, he was famous for getting into areas where no one else could sell, mm-hmm. and getting a hold of weapons that no one else could get a hold of. Oh, and um, as a, a point of reference, 
a lot of his weapons trafficking was mm-hmm. done through the Ukraine. Yes. Which right now uh, they can't justify where all that money went to. And they're starting to find uh, our weapons in Iran. So yeah, uh, go figure. Hmm. Wonder- the, the country is full of weapons traffickers. It's the most, it is like number four as far as corrupt countries in the world. Yep. And we're giving them money and weapons and armament, and we're getting ready to give them even bigger loads of loads. You said give loads. Them the full load, <laughs> um, bigger loads of uh, of newer tech. Patriot missiles. Yeah, we're about to give them patriot oh, even missiles. Newer, I mean, some of our most recent uh, tech. We're getting ready to give them now in the United States. It takes. 90 people to operate one Patriot missile. Yes. So, and that support staff and things like that, you know, that's, that's what it requires for us. Um, who's going to train them? How's that going to get done? Hmm. That we're going to have to send our people over there to train them how to mm-hmm. use them and maintain them. They're not easy to maintain. Uh, it is literally rocket science. <laughs> yes, they are rockets. Yes. It does take a rocket surgeon. So, uh, uh, you know, how exactly uh, does Biden plan on not getting involved and still being involved? Um, I just I, I don't get this. I don't know. It, it's, it's this is it's gone beyond crazy. That's clown um, world. Things are going to, well, things are already starting to, to turn. Um, corporations and stuff are getting tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched an interview with Jennifer Say, who was the, uh, she was the former brand president for Levi Strauss. Uh-huh. And she just came out with a book um, called uh, Woke Mob Took, Took My Job But Gave Me My Voice. Woke she, mob she took is my a job. That's San funny. Francisco liberal. I mean, really far left, but fought against the closing of schools or uh, fought to reopen them anyway. Right. And got booted. Good old wokeism. And she's, I, I just read a quote by her. It says, wokeism is a costume that elites wear to pretend they care about social justice. Yeah. Which is what you and I have been saying all along. Sure. You know, it, and that's all it is. And she says in that interview, she said that um, what's happening is a lot of these corporate leaders are left leaning and many of them just feel guilty for being so rich. So they're following along in these, you know, in these times of, of wokeness and, and social, I don't know, destruction of social norms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it now it's coming back to uh, bite them in the, in the bottom line. You know, Disney fired their CEO yeah. because of all the woke bullshit. Um, well, look at the movies they've been putting out, man. Yeah. Oh, my yep. God. I can't, Absolutely. I can't believe, I mean, they ruined Star Wars and, and oh, yeah. Marvel. I'm so sick of them. I don't, I don't care. You know, especially uh, I knew I was done with them. When uh, they had uh, Endgame uh, come up, and uh-huh. I guess it was Endgame, whatever the the last Infinity Stone one was, and all the female characters got together with the glove and said, "We got this," and I was like, "Oh yeah. my 
God, please shoot me now. I can't believe yeah. I paid to see this movie. So uh, Disney productions are out for me anyway. And even Bob Iger being back, I don't really care. So <laughs> No, I, I don't either. Um, he was, I mean, Disney's going to be pretty much left anyway. Well, Bob Iger is just well, less think about woke. It. He's just less he, woke. Right. He's less woke. Um, I think he's left, but not woke. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, if you think about it, you know, a lot, they, they employ a lot of people at Disney World, Disneyland, all the other Disney Worlds around the world, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. And most of those people in the uh, musical theater industry, I guess you'd call it, tend to be uh, gay or non I don't know, uh, non-gender following, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, so, you know, those people rise up and the CEO goes, oh, my God, I got to do this. Mm -hmm. And he does it and it turns around and backfires. (laughs) I'm different from all the other strippers because I wear a toe ring. Um, Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to be a nonconformist by conforming to all the other nonconformists. Exactly. Exactly. So um, this is how I signal that I'm different and that I'm unique. Uh And just like everybody else. Yes. Um, Yeah. Um, Okay. So I agree with a lot of what she's saying in the fact that it's just like, I can't. Okay. When you're at that level and I know people at that level, I got to deal with them at work and they just don't want to be bothered. You know, they're they're just like, okay, yeah, so we're going to do this. This is the thing that's going. Okay, let's do this. They don't, they want to make money. They don't want to fight emotional battles over stuff. And they're like, all right, so this is a thing. So we need uh, an equity advisor. Bring them in. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing here. So um, uh, let's, let's bring in HR and have them trained on diversity Mm-hmm. And then let's train everybody else on diversity. Why? So we don't get sued. It's not yes. out of the goodness of their own heart. It's to protect the bottom line, folks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and seeing they think that that's the way society's going. So that they, the thing is, they don't want to rock the boat. And they think this is what's going to keep the boat stable. Mm-hmm. When in turn, they're actually rocking the boat more. Well, they're just, they're sinking the ship. By, yeah, so, so not I mean, we're going to see a shift in this in the next, I would say throughout 2023, we're going to start seeing this shift take place, getting back to cultural and social norms that most of us can at least agree on. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing about, about this. Uh, I'm assuming it's a lady. You said it was a lady. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to dead name anybody. <laughs> no. Jennifer Say. Jennifer Say. Okay, Jennifer. Well, um, everybody's woke until the woke mob turns on you. Yeah. And that's, and that's exactly what happened to her. And she's realizing this. That's why she came up with this book. I may even get it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, everybody's into virtue signaling until somebody virtue signals on them. And they're like, hey, I'm one of you. It's like, no, nah, you're, you're, you're not because nobody's mm-hmm. one of them. It's how woke can you be? And that's yeah. always how it works out. All these uh, 
I think the most hilarious one was uh, when uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, Alyssa Milano oh, decided she was going to ditch her Tesla and and got a Volkswagen and said said yeah. she didn't want to she didn't want to deal with the the um, fascist owner billionaire as like you yeah. bought a car that was literally started by Hitler. Yes. Volkswagen, people's yes. car. Everybody was supposed to own them. Uh, I mean, how misinformed can you be, Alyssa Milano? Well, she's, she's just a complete idiot with a big voice. Oh, she's a nut. She's she a is. nut. She's, she's blah, batshit crazy. So a few years ago with her and uh, Ted Cruz in an argument. Mm-hmm. And she just came, kept coming up with stuff that was just stupid. There's no better word for it. Just stupid. So actually not knowing a single thing about what she was talking about. But it made her feel. Made her feel you know, good. Yeah, this uh, woman, Jennifer Say, she said, uh, Wokeism is a costume that the left liberal elite wraps around themselves to say, I care about social justice. I care about all these causes. I am a good person. But if you threaten to expose that, you need to be banished. I think that's what what happened. I think she came out to expose this and she got completely banished. She was the um, brand president for Levi Strauss. Mm -hmm. Pretty big company. Does pretty good. She, um, I think I've heard of them. Yeah. Their stock price doubled under her. And then they, they, I don't, I don't get it. She was making them money. Yeah. But they had to, they had to show their, their unity. It's woke above all else. Yeah. You know, go, oh, woke, go broke. Well, I'm going to um, take issue with uh, what she said on, okay. on that, that all these causes make them feel better about themselves. Cause that's mm-hmm. bullshit. All these causes make them feel superior to everyone else. Exactly. It's not that they make them feel better about themselves. It's so that I can say I support these causes and care about these causes. And I can say that I'm a good person because of it. I'm better. I don't feel like a good person, but I'm better than you are because I support this stuff. Well, well, it's, it's just out of fashion back in the eighties. It was like the, the, uh, the social currency was money. Yeah. And now social currency is wokeness. Yes. You know, how much, look how much I care. Look how much I bring awareness. You know, you're mm-hmm. not doing anything. You're just saying words. Yeah, you're not exactly. actually doing anything. And and it goes back to, you know, what we talked about is faith without works is dead. Uh-huh. Uh, just because you said it doesn't mean anything. But and, I tweeted it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, here is a quote. Let me pull it up because I had to save it. It was it was it was so good. It was so good that I had to save it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from a guy we study. I know we both do. Um, and it's from. Uh, well, crap. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but uh, um, there was a there was a split with Signal. Um, they're not letting you do SMS anymore. 
Oh no, I didn't realize that. that. Yeah, they they said they said we're only going to support what we what we have, and uh, yeah, good luck. We're not going to do SMS again. So okay, but anyway, getting back to the quote is by Carl Jung, and he mm-hmm. says, "You are what you do, not what you say you do." Yes. So just because you espouse all these great ideas doesn't mean shit. All you're doing is heating the air and sucking it out of the room. That's all you're doing. So I do things. I bring awareness. Every time I hear that, I'm like, or I donated money to this. You did nothing. You didn't do anything. I love the word awareness. You know, um, like, okay. I have a pink ribbon on the back of my car sticker. I have friends who have both passed away and friends who have uh, recovered from breast cancer. I don't do it for breast cancer awareness. Mm -hmm. I think everybody is aware of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. The word awareness is so overused. There's so many words like that though. These days that are just so overused and misused. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just weird to me. Yeah. Look. Um, I just use that as a breast cancer as the vehicle to, you know, to, to talk about aware, you know, awareness. I'm bringing awareness to something everybody's already aware of. Right. Well, in, in us doing this podcast, we're bringing awareness, but we're not, cha- we're not saying we're changing the world. No. We're just bringing awareness to stuff that's, <laughs> that mainstream media probably isn't going to talk well, about. Well, a lot of the stuff we talk about is not talked about elsewhere, so we may actually be bringing awareness. Yes, yes. So uh, uh, we were talking about the military there for a second. Okay. Uh, there was a report out this week that every branch is struggling to meet recruiting goals. The woke agenda is weakening our national security. Yep. Congress to roll back the ma- vax mandate for troops. Okay, let me tell you why that's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the reason why they're not doing it. And people who want to join, oh, let's let's just talk about two of the two of the toughest, which is the army and the marines. You got to be pretty right. tough to be in those two things. Not yeah. not that. Not that being in space force or being in 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 the air force or being in the navy is anything to sneeze at. I mean, you can be in a navy seal, and that's a pretty tough bunch there too. Yeah. But you, the the grunts is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Those are tough dudes. Um, yeah, they don't want to go in and play, uh, uh, you know, pronoun Scrabble. <laughs> no. Uh they they want to go and I mean let's be honest, they want to go kill something in foreign foreign countries. Yes. For for America. And they yeah. want to know America has their back. Yep. And under this administration, that is not happening. And they think that rolling back the vax mandates is gonna do it. It's like, uh no, that is not gonna do it. No, you've um, already you've already created the uh the destruction this isn't gonna this might slow the the downfall but it's not gonna be this isn't gonna this is not gonna stop the enlistment uh shortfalls well let's let's face the facts 
we want these young men and women in the armed services to go kill people in other countries so we don't have to do it here. Yes, absolutely. That's that's look, that's a way to look at it. But that's usually what happens is they become the fodder for whatever political crap that's going on. And Mm -hmm. they're the ones who have to give their lives for these ideas. Now, to politicians, this is just money for them. You know, it's like, oh, let's go, let's go invade this country because they got a lot of oil and it'll make our, like Pelosi, it'll make stock prices go up and I can tell my husband to go invest in this. Yeah. Or, you know, I can cut a backroom deal with um, an arms company and we can, we can start a little skirmish over here. We can do a proxy war, give them all of our old technology so we can have them produce new stuff. And so I'll get a big kickback or I might even get a position at the company uh, as an advisor because of it for multi-million dollars uh, after, after I don't get reelected. This is the way the world works folks, but you know, everybody's seeing all the, I mean, there's, Okay, I personally think that, and I've said this to a couple of people, they look askance at me, but I'm like, the world hasn't changed. And yeah. I've, I've read some books from back in the 30s. You know which one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And the same problems existed back then. It's just now with the internet, transparency has gone through the roof. And, and that's, that's a reason why that we're having this, and we'll talk about that in the tech section, but that is the reason why we're having so much discourse is people are finding out what's really going on in the world and people can make their own decisions. I think we're more informed now than we've ever been. And that's why the government's trying to shut down social media like Twitter or not mm-hmm. social, not shut them down, but control the narrative. Right. Because they can control the papers, but they can't control the Internet. That's why we have all these little bastions of free speech like this podcast um exactly we have these bastions of free speech where people can put their ideas out there you know whether they're good or bad or right or wrong they can put them out there yes and they can't shut us down yeah they try with this misinformation department or disinformation department ministry of truth ministry of truth exactly straight from 1984 if you haven't read the book please read it uh, or at least see the movie, <laughs> but the or Atlas shrugged. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you, when you start having to redefine words, uh, to get them to mean what you need them to mean, mm-hmm. uh, we're already going down that path, but I think there's enough resistance. I mean, this is, this is America. This is where we, you know, almost everyone used to carry a gun, yeah. uh, on their hip. You know, you go back to the, to the 17, 1800s, uh, everybody had a gun and yeah. they carried them openly and nobody was scared. Nobody was, nobody was offended. And, and, and it, you know, uh, a well-armed well, society we're, is we're a polite a country society. Where, you know, 30 or 40% of us are naturally uh, born rebellious. Yes. That's what this no, country is based on is rebellion. Yeah. That's how we got here. <laughs> we said, Question authority. Yeah. We said F you to the man. Yes. So, uh, and, and it seems like this, uh, generation, I don't know if it's millennials or Z's, you know, once, once they got to voting age, uh, they were like, I am good. I'm a rule follower. 
I mean, I've actually heard people say that I'm a rule follower and I'm like, really? I mean, I am to a degree, you know, it depends on what it is. I don't, but not, not, I don't, I don't just blanket follow everything that gets thrown at me. No, God, no. Well, if it's reasonable, yes, yeah. I'm a rule follower. If it's reasonable, if it, if we're talking like, um, I don't know that that I've got to get my car registered. Okay, I get it. Yeah, you yeah. got to support that system. Mm-hmm. Pay my local taxes. Yeah, I need roads to drive on. I need uh, municipal ser- services that I can't provide for myself. Mm-hmm. I get that. Uh, so in that respect, yes, I'm a rule follower. I pay my taxes, I pay them on time, uh, to help support some initiatives, not, not giving all this money to Ukraine. Cause folks, I'm going to tell you right now, I could get an F about Ukraine. I mean, those, I hate it for those people, Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. uh, really doesn't affect me. And I'm a big believer in minding my own damn business. And not getting involved in other people's skirmishes because we're not doing this out of the kindness of our own heart. There are politicians that are reaping benefits out of this. Hell yeah. There is a lot of money getting thrown around all over the world. This, you know, there's there's, governments will spend a lot of money on stuff because they know they're going to get kickbacks in, in future or during, you know, just think of, just think of the, the EU, um, they have a population of about 450 million people. Mm-hmm. They bought 4.5 billion doses of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. That's 10 doses per person. There's no way they would be able to use it. So where'd all that money go? Mm-hmm. You know, this, this, these are just, these are non-deniable facts Yeah, that anybody can look up. You know, the, that's what, yeah, or, or like, you know, you brought up Pelosi and her husband, and the um, Congress cannot be prosecuted for insider trading. That is correct, sir. And that's what they do. You know, they know a bill is coming up. They know it's going to get voted on. They know how it's going to get voted. Mm-hmm. So then they, they buy and or sell stocks based on that knowledge, which is the absolute definition of insider trading. And they make tons of money. Rules for thee you know, and not for me. Yeah. They have, you know, the they make $150,000 a year, give or take. And, I think maybe one seventy five now. I can't remember exact number now. And they become millionaires. Yeah. And they become multimillionaires in just a few years. Mm-hmm. How does that happen without corruption? Yeah. It doesn't. You know, it can't. Yeah, AOC's a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, and she was tending bar. <laughs> yeah, even though, even though her first couple of years in Congress, she was crying poor mouth, so that she can't afford rent and she can't afford this and that, you know, and and that she wore a designer dress that was given to her because she couldn't afford to buy it. Yeah. Uh, well, now she's a millionaire. Funny how that happens. Isn't it? <laughs> Oh yeah, um, yeah. The uh, the media is just the way they really try to influence Americans and and are very successful at it. It blows my mind. You know, 
Um, Elon came out and said that he would support DeSantis in 2024. Oh, did he? If DeSantis decides to run. Mm-hmm. Um, WAPO then came out, or the Washington Post, then came out and said that uh, DeSantis is the threat to America and American democracy. Great. It's like a new TDS, new Trump derangement syndrome. It's just been uh, passed on to DeSantis for something new to be terrified of. And WAPO just uh, laid off like 25% of their employees, didn't they? Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And didn't the New York Times just go on strike? Yep. Half their force or something just went on strike. Go woke, go broke, folks. That's exactly what's happening. We're seeing it. You know, it's mm. the, you know, uh, good times create. Uh, weak men. Weak men. Weak men create bad times. Bad times create great men. Great men create good times. We're in that, you know, weak times create are the uh, weak men create bad times. We're in that. And I think we're going to be going to the bad times create great men or strong men mm-hmm. uh, scenario. And that's not to discount any lady listeners that we have. Yeah. That's just the quote. Men is a term in the English language. Or when you don't know the gender of a group. Right. Well, just like God, you know, God's a generic term. Yes. It, it can mean whatever, whatever you want it to mean. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, hey, um, hey. Bit, bit of sad news. Oh, Fauci killed Santa. I mean, vexed Santa. Sorry. What? <laughs> okay. So uh, he was on CNN uh, talking to a little kid and said, don't, you know, the little kid was, I mean, this is a total psyop, but the little kid's uh, going, you know, uh, what, what's Santa going to do? Has he been vaccinated? Can he come into my house? Cause he may give me the, the Rona. And oh, Fauci God. said, don't worry. I've went up and vaxxed Santa and then tested his immunity. Oh my God. Okay. So, um, so it was, it was staged just like the Kamala Harris with her kids in the white Oval Office thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just before she put them in the oven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gotta roast them a long time. The arrogance of them trying to sell this and trying to sell it to kids that's that's the worst part. So, let's talk about Santa. This dude's like thousands of years old. He's whether he lives in the North Pole. Yeah. Uh, He's around a bunch of midgets. Um, Uh He uh, is able to get into any house on the planet. Uh, I'd say this dude's got a pretty good immune system if he lives thousands of years and has gone through plagues, wars, uh, all kinds of stuff. So... uh, Anthony Fauci is going to go up there and give him a shot that's going to give him some immunity to something he doesn't have immunity to. Oh, hold on. That's the whole population. (laughs) 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 So uh, let's let's go give the guy who doesn't need one. um, Uh Go give him a shot so he can be safe to be around other people so he can't spread. Oh, that's right. You can spread it if you're vaccinated. Yep. Oh, and you can catch it if if you're vaccinated. Yes. Uh, why get this? Oh, yeah. So the pharmaceutical companies will have something to do. And so Fauci can be the highest paid public official. 
in history. Yes. Um, Absolutely. So hold on. Let me let me back up there to the, my first point. So let's give Santa a guy who doesn't need it. Let's give him a shot so everybody can feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Also, a commercial I saw a couple of weeks ago had a uh, about the about the vaccine and there was a kid a young kid on there probably i'm guessing five six years old mm-hmm. and a small baby not quite toddler you know like a year maybe two years and um the older kid said i'm gonna get the shot so i don't get my little brother sick Bleh. that makes no sense makes no sense the fda the cdc fauci himself um, has all come out and said, you can still pass it on. The likelihood of passing it on isn't even diminished. It, 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 it's a virus. The vaccine, again, we talked about this a little bit ago with, with uh, changing definitions. Mm-hmm. It, before they changed the definition, this was not a vaccine. Because it does not stop the virus. It supposedly lessens your risk of death or hospitalization, though that is not quantifiable. You know, it's not even close to being quantifiable, though they keep saying it, they keep spouting it. There is no evidence that it, that it will stop transmission. Mm-hmm. No evidence that it will stop you from getting it. No evidence there's that it will actually make your symptoms less. I had it in July. Two other people had it the same time as me. We caught it from the same place and they had the exact same symptoms as I did mm-hmm. for the same duration, everything. Both of them were vaxxed. One of them had boosters. The other one did not. The one who had the boosters actually came to me and said, well, it's probably because, you know, I, my booster was two months ago. Maybe if it was, you know, closer to the time I caught COVID. It would have it would have worked would have worked better, right? Oh my God! Seriously, people, <laughs> uh, keeps you from serious illness. Well, there was a report not too long ago that said more people have died that have been vaccinated than yes. unvaccinated from COVID nineteen. Yes. So, anyway, just saying. Um, look. I would rather take my chances and not get myocarditis. Now, if you took it, that's fine, man. You make your own choice. Just don't Absolutely. make me, just don't make me uh, the bad guy when I say I'm not taking it. Why? Because I'm perfectly healthy human being and my immune system works fine. I'm not morbidly obese, which is uh, the the main problem with all cause mortality is uh, obesity. I'm yeah. not obese. Um, you know, it's, I, I don't drink. I don't, I don't, you know, shoot heroin or anything like that. Um, I got, I got a small nicotine problem, but anyway, and a little bit of a <laughs> caffeine problem, yeah. but you know, I don't do bad things and then blame other people for them. I take yeah. responsibility for my own health. And I just don't need it. I want to stay non-GMO. I don't want to be a genetically modified organism. 
And I remember when these same people were marching the streets going, no GMO, no GMO. Yeah. And that really vaccine, got quiet. The vaccine itself is a GMO. Yes. It is a genetically well, modified organism. The mRNA. Yes. Yeah, the vaccine. Yeah. The mRNA vaccine yes. is, is a genetically modified organism. Yeah. Messenger RNA. What do you think yes. that that does? It carries instructions to change DNA. That's what mRNA does. And they were saying, well, it's not going to change your genetic code. Uh, yeah, it is. Cause that's what it does. Yeah. The, uh, the guy who developed the mRNA technology back in the eighties said that this was the wrong use for it, that it will not work the way intended. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been trying to get mRNA vaccines out for decades. Yep. The reason they've never been able to do it before. It kills the host. Everybody died. <laughs> kills the host. Yeah. But now it's fine. Well, that three to five year thing mm. is uh, coming up quick. It's like the story of the Bradley tank, how they just kept trying to sell that thing, trying to sell <laughs> that thing, trying to sell that thing. It took them like 20 years to finally yep. get it, get it in the armed forces. And the damn thing was a disaster. Yeah. So uh, I, I see the mRNA technology because they're just like, we have put so much money into this. We have to sell some. And mm-hmm. it took the government to get it done. Well, everything's technology today. No, you know what? Speaking of technology, here's a segue. Uh, a commercial I've been seeing a lot lately is for Chevrolet. Uh-huh. They're electric vehicles. And it, the tagline is Chevy EV for everyone everywhere. Which sounds really cool. The problem is, if everyone everywhere has one, then nobody anywhere would be able to drive them. Not enough charging stations. There's not enough charging. Well, there's not enough power. Yeah. To charge them. There's not, you know, we don't, one, we don't have the infrastructure. Clean hydrogen. Charging stations. No. (laughs) There's, we don't have the power to power the infrastructure for the charging stations that, I don't know, Biden promised, what, 500,000 charging stations, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of them anywhere. Um, I've, I travel a good bit. I haven't seen any of these roadside charging stations anywhere. Yeah, I haven't seen them either. <laughs> so what I'm wondering, okay, this is something I've been mulling over for the last few days. And... The question I have is why have all of these car makers switched to going so hard with the electric vehicles? Knowing this stuff that I'm putting out right now, I mean, they know this stuff. Absolutely, mm-hmm. they know this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, a couple of episodes ago, I talked about the first uh, goal of the Great Reset from the World Economic Forum which was nobody would have their own cars. Right. And we'd, we would rely on public transportation and ride share services like Uber or Lyft, something like that. <clears throat> well, we extrapolate this out and, you know, it makes me wonder why all these car makers, Chevy, Volkswagen, Tesla, all of them are so in it, in so deep with the electric vehicles 
because we know right now that it cannot be sustained. Look right. at what happened in Florida with the flooding mm-hmm. and the cars exploding. They blowed up. They were flooded. <laughs> um, there's a, I, I saw an article. There's a guy in Minneapolis whose Tesla was frozen shut. And because it's all electronic, he could not get in it. Yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't get in the, the door. He couldn't get in the, what do they call it? The frunk. Yeah. The front trunk. Um, and he couldn't open the panel to the charging. None of it. You know, it's like nobody has thought about these things, but you know they had to have. Mm-hmm. So why are they doing it? Yeah, it's probably and not. we know that this isn't the way that's going to go in the future. This is a stopgap yeah. electric vehicle. You know, that we're seeing, the electric vehicles we see coming out right now are a stopgap measure. I don't understand what is making these automakers spend all this money. I mean, it can't be just following wokeism. Government incentives. Ah, there we go. That That's the only reason Tesla is even in business. Yeah. Is because they've accepted a lot of money from the government. Yeah, that's how, that's how Elon got so rich. Yeah. The government subsidized everything. It didn't cost Elon pretty much anything to develop Tesla. Right. He was, it was like the government paid for it all and gave him a salary on top of it. Well. And then said, here, it's yours. Yeah. Look, look, yeah, yeah. you said early on, why is, you know, you, you gave the example of GM. GM is, uh-huh. is America's bitch. Yeah. Is well, yeah. Your, well we I say I say the US government. I said the US government's bitch. Let's yes. let's put it that way. And, and yes, you're right, Chrysler, but that was Daimler Chrysler is not yeah. Fiat Chrysler. So after we bailed them out, Mercedes sold them to Fiat. Right. Fix it again, Tony. Yep. Um <laughs> so uh Look, I'm a firm believer that GM hasn't been able to produce anything that's worth a crap since the bailout. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, their, their cars have been really crappy. Uh, who did not take any of the bailouts? And there's a reason why I, did, I own two Fords yep. is because they didn't take the bailout. I have a Lincoln, which is a Ford product. Yeah. So, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> But, you know, it, it's the the reason why GM's going at it so hard is because they're they're the government's bitch. Yeah. And they 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 know what side their bread is buttered on. Now, that is this administration. Yes. You're going to see this go. You're going to see this normalize again once conservatives get back in because they're going to want to, you know, do domestic energy, which is the smartest thing to do yes and they they killed this as a as an f you to trump but Mm -hmm. they've really screwed us all yeah absolutely we Uh, import energy now we used to be we had gotten to the point where we were completely self-sustaining and we were exporting energy yes and and you know what else you know what else uh changed in 2021 what's that starting in 2021 U.S. now imports more food than it exports. Mm. This has never happened. Yeah. We've always been able to produce more food than we need and export 
other countries. Well, go to the now grocery. we import more than we export. Go to the grocery store, and I know for a fact beef has doubled in price. Doubled, oh, yeah. yeah, doubled since since Trump. Now, don't get me wrong; I don't think Trump's that great of a guy, but his policies yeah. I agree with. Yes, personality wise, yeah, you got me on that one. Yeah. Uh, but people are are looking at his personality as not his policies, and his yep. policies were sound. Well, that's, that's the wokeism of it all. Yeah. America first. Uh, let's take care of ourselves and F everybody else. Let them take care of themselves. Charity which I, starts at home. I am totally in agreement. You know, hey, you go take care of yourself. You you mind your... The thing is, we don't mind our business. And so we go in and we try to democratize these, these poor third world countries when we were, you know, basically raping their land and droning droning kids let's let's be honest with it you know you you take a you you take a sledgehammer and and you hit an anthill you're gonna get you're gonna get some innocent bystanders there it's gonna happen well we i mean we we actually do state-sponsored terrorism in some countries yes we do We, we do i mean there's no two ways about it we do look at yemen yeah absolutely absolutely still bombing we did it in the Yemen. Baltics in the 90s we're, under Clinton. We're doing the same thing to Ukraine. Um, well, we're doing the same thing that Russia's doing to Ukraine to, to Yemen. We're just bombing, yeah. carpet bombing them for their resources. Yep. We've done it to Yemen. We're, we are doing it to Yemen. We've done it to Syria. We've done it several places. Oh, Syria. We, we had the false flag that that they were gassing their own people. And that yep. was a total lie made yeah. up by us. We made it up. Let's go through some of this stuff we've made up too. Um, let's see. Weapons of mass destruction. That one, I think I'm not sure where that initiated. Um, I don't think it was with us, but it was, is the intelligence agencies worldwide. They all truly believed there were weapons of mass destruction. Uh, I, I still think that was a Halliburton gig, you know, with uh, with uh, the guy who has no heart. What's his name? Dick Cheney. Yeah, Dick Cheney with the with the wacko daughter. Or, yeah, or as, was, our, or as our friend says, wackadoodle. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I actually I think that was more of an MI six thing. Mm. Uh, at the Brits, um, more than it was us. I think we were just. I think MI6 came out with it. We were called our pants down mm-hmm. and we, and we just, the CIA just came out and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got it. They got it. Um, yeah. Well, and I don't know. Well, and we'll never know the answer in to the that Saudis. One. And then we invade Afghanistan. Yeah. So um, anyway, there's uh, we lie about that stuff all the time. And then we pat ourselves on the back for being the best country in the world. And uh, yeah, I mean, we, 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 we are continuing to do this stuff, but we can't continue to do this stuff. And, and not, I'm just wondering when the whole world's going to turn against us at some point and go, it's actually starting now. Yeah. We're, we're, t- um, we're tired of your shit and we're not going to well, take it anymore. The uh, Chinese government just met with the uh, Saudi crown prince and they're actually discussing creating uh, or, or getting rid of the petrodollar. Yes. And China said, we want to pay for our oil in uh, Yuan. 
Chinese currency mm-hmm. and not dollars. Yeah. And they got together with not just the Saudis, but 20 countries in the Middle East and Northern Africa. You know, mm. where a vast majority of all the oil of the world comes from. So, you know, this is this is actually starting to turn on us. Biden is flip-flopped on uh, Saudi Arabia many times. Right. You know, he's going to hold uh, the crown prince accountable for, you know, Khashoggi's uh, murder and dismemberment and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he went over there and, you Kissed know, the they ring. did not give him a normal state welcome. Yep. Like uh, they did for, they, they've been over backwards when Trump went over there. And Guess China, what? and China, when when China when, went over yep. there, it when was China got over reception. there, they did the same thing: parades, the whole nine yards. Uh, they did not do that for Biden. Well, they, and didn't, then, fi- they didn't figure he'd notice anyway because he's yeah, senile. Good old Uncle Joe, Joey Biden. He, uh, you know, he said all this stuff about uh, you know holding them accountable, and then just gave him uh, complete immunity. Yep, MBS got immunity. Yeah. Got complete immunity from prosecution and the uh, district court in Washington, D.C. dismissed all charges because Biden gave him immunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just, it's just crazy. Just uh, bitch Biden rolled we're, lo- over. we're losing respect around the world. Well, bitch you know, Biden rolled over and showed about his Trump belly. And, and nobody uh, liked us because of Trump. No, now we are losing respect everywhere. Yeah. Well, being liked and being respected are two different things. <laughs> yes. yes, absolutely. Well, now on to tech. Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it off and on again? So uh, we're going to start a big cluster of Twitter stuff. How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, first we'll start with, uh, let's just talk about some of the people that have quit. Okay. They quit Twitter because they weren't getting their way. So they're going to take their ball and go home and okay. That's all right. That's fine. I get it. I get it. You know, um, oops, sorry. Phone's ringing. (laughs) (laughs) You can talk about spill. Talk about spill. Okay. Spielberg. Uh, I don't know. Okay, first off, and, and let's just let's just face it. A lot of these people are has-beens anyway. Yeah. So, um. Okay, first off, El John, he's out of here. Okay. He, he does not like the recent unchecked spread of misinformation. Ah, what free speech? Yeah. Uh, and he says that all my life I've tried to use mu- music to bring people together. Yet it saddens me to see how misinformation is now being used to divide our world. Or your blue checkbox makes you more superior than anyone else. But I, I digress. Or who determines that it's misinformation? Exactly. Uh, next, like we really care, Jim Carrey, who is a nutball anyway. Oh, God. I am leaving Twitter because there's a Dang. cartoon I made with my friend, Jimmy Hayward. It's based on my painting 
of a crazy old lighthouse keeper standing naked in a storm, summoning the angels and shining his lamp to guide us through treacherous night. I love you all so much. How disjointed can that be? So, next, whoopee, Karen Goldberg. Uh-huh. <sighs> I'm getting off twi- Twitter today, she said on November 7th. I just feel like it's so messy. I'm tired of now having certain kinds of attitudes blocked. And now they're back on. I'm going to get out. And if it settles down and I feel more comfortable, maybe I'll come back. As of tonight, <laughs> I'm done with Twitter. And nobody cared. Yeah. Let, let me let me point out that Elon has said, and it's it's been so far the case, that he has not discontinued any of the content moderation rules. Right. Right. It's, it's the fact that, that the left. Oh, excuse me. Bless you. Excuse me again. And again. It's, it's the fact that the left is not get They're losing their bubble. Yeah. You know, like I can say anything I want, but if you dare say anything to me, then I'll have you blocked. Right. It was a giant echo chamber that they, felt safe in this right uh shonda rhymes don't know don't care moving on uh Gigi hadid is calling it a cesspool of hate nice don't care i don't even know what the fuck she does i've uh, never uh, heard the name i've heard of this one hadn't heard any of her music but tony braxton i'm shocked and appalled mm-hmm. At some of the free speech I've seen on this platform since its acquisition, hate speech under the veil of free speech is unacceptable. Therefore, I'm choosing to stay off Twitter. It is no longer safe space for myself, my sons, and other POC people of color. Um, Sarah Borellas, who I have no idea who that is. Jack White. So if you gave Trump his Twitter platform back, absolutely disgusting, Elon, he wrote. Jack White's as crazy as Jim Carrey. That is officially an asshole move. Whatever, Jack White, nobody cares. You're a has-been. And here's my one of my favorites. Oh, boy. Oh, head like a whole guy, Trent Reznor. Hey. I'd rather okay. die than give you control. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, well, anyway, Elon had some pointed words for Trent Reznor after the rocker decided to leave the app. And it turns out that Trent of Nine Inch Nails Reznor is actually a crybaby, tweeted Elon Musk. <laughs> ah. Really? Uh, Go figure. We don't need the arrogance of billionaire class to feel like they can just come in and solve everything. Even without them involved, I just find it has become such a toxic environment. For my mental health, I need to tune out. I don't feel good being there anymore. Thank you, has been Trent Reznor, who, uh, you know, in the 90s was was, uh, 
so um, anti-corporate, but guess what he does now? What does he do now? Soundtracks for movies. Really? How more corporate can you get? Oh, God. Eric Larson. I have no idea who that is. Uh, Leah or Tia Leone or T Lee. T Lee, maybe. Uh, (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm coming off Twitter today. Let's see where we are when the dust settles. She's been, she's been a has been. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since she divorced David Duchovny, I think that was the last thing uh, of any interest that she even did. And he's not interesting. Yeah. Liz Fair, need I say more? Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) The guy I used to actually like, Ted from Bill and Ted, Alex Winter. Uh I didn't know he was woke, and now I don't like him. So, uh, uh, Semephriel keeps track of Twitter accounts used by prominent racist, misogynist, anti-Semites, homophobes, neo-Nazis, and fascists. According to the service, anyone who has liked tweets from the aforementioned will be blocked by the service. Everyone deserves privacy on social media, but not everyone is entitled to get that privacy by using this free service. Um, So he says it's an anti semphirial is an anti-fascist service. Okay, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> hey, man. Uh, fuck you. Don't like Bill and Ted anymore. Kiss my yep. ass. Uh, David Simon, the writer of The Wire, and Treme don't care. Uh, you know, I don't really care about any of these people, which is kind of funny. Uh, Ken Olin, which was uh, in... ABC's 30-something? Was that back in the 80s? That show? Uh, I think so, yeah. And it, Might have it, been early 90s. It kind of yeah. hooked off of the big chill. It was basically the same damn yeah. thing. Uh, Jamil, Jamal, don't care. Uh, and that's just some of the ones yeah. right there. So I named those people, calling them out as a... Uh, Whiny crybabies who, well, douchebags too, but whiny crybabies who don't get their way and now they're forced to hear something that they don't like. So I'm leaving, which is fine. You know, do that, do that. But the shit that I'm making an announcement today, I'm off Twitter. (laughs) It's like, and one of gives a shit. One of the biggest douchebags, man, is Stephen King. Used to like your movies, used to like your books, but now you're just. I mean, get back on coke, dude, for Christ's sake, because <laughs> because you sober, you're you're just not hitting on it, man. Um anyway, so those are the people who left. Now, for the next part, the Twitter files. Twitter files site or Twitter files, the site kept blacklists of disfavored people, you think? Uh they kept blacklists of conservatives in particular, which um, do on those black trends, blacklist search, blacklist and do not amplify list. Mm-hmm. So they basically censored the voice. Now, look, 
I, I do have to agree on this and, and, and you and I do have a disagreement about this mm-hmm. here again, private company, you don't deserve to be, uh, you know, boosted or, uh, they can squelch you as much as, as you want. And that, that holds true now too on the Elon side. Because he could squelch stuff that he doesn't like, like yes the guy. And, yes and no. Um, the 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 point of fact on it though is yes, I agree. Private company, do what you want. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. But this company differs from others. Uh, well, actually, social media companies in general differ from a standard brick and mortar store, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in that. If you can do that as long as you're not doing it as an editorial process. Correct. Because if you start editorializing, then become then now you're a content publisher. And as a content publisher, you are subject to certain rules and, and policies mm-hmm. that have to go across the board for everybody. So you know, either it's either all or nothing in this case. Yeah. So if you want to ban people, you want to block stuff, fine, but you got to do it across the board. Right. Based on the same criteria. But if you do that, now you're in an editorial process. And as such, you're subject to everything that gets posted on your platform. Agreed. But that is if you're editorializing as a company. So if you're right. if you're a paper and you have writers that are working for you and they editorialize, this is mm-hmm. just a platform where anybody can editorialize. So is, no, 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 no. The company is editorializing mm. by blocking content um, or blacklisting or anything else. It is. It, de facto editorializing well i think i think the the law the way the law states is inconclusive in this environment and that's right. that's, that's where that's, that's where we, we have, have that's where we have, we have the people problem. that have no idea about technology writing laws about technology right 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 so uh in the beginning well in, in, and let's face it this is ha- has evolved since mm-hmm. you know i'm eating eggs 40 characters you know, yeah. which was what Twitter was when I first saw it. And I was like, this is the stupidest. This is like, this is like texting on the web, yeah. which is even more retarded. Well, than that's, texting that's on what a phone. it initially was, was just texting. Yeah. And to me, texting has always been the most retarded form of communication for chicken mm-hmm. shits. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> so, um, it did keep these, uh, um, uh, Elon went and publicized these lists yep. and uh, hashtag Twitter files. If you guys want to find them out there and uh, I am going to just say this is, is the only people upset about this are people who got caught. Yeah, absolutely. That's the only people who are upset about this. You, uh, Matt Taibbi has a sub stack um, that has all of the Twitter files on it. Uh-huh. So you can uh, you can find everything there. Uh, supposedly they 
just came out with, or they're coming out with uh, COVID Twitter files. Oh, I'm interested sweet. in that. I haven't seen that yet. I'd love to see that. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Governmental, that'd be governmental pushing. Part two. Brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> Part two, Twitter files. Tech giant was in constant and pervasive contact with the FBI. Uh, so in the latest Twitter files drop deals with the company's relationship with the FBI, according to former Rolling Stone reporter, Matt Taibbi, mm-hmm. this new release details communications between federal agencies and the social platform over election misinformation. And the FBI, the FBI had an office in Twitter headquarters. Yep. They have one in Facebook as well. Yep. And offer insight into how, Often the two entities interacted and managed political content on the platform. Mm-hmm. I, they I were hope. instrumental in the Hunter Biden laptop stuff. Yeah. Uh, I I just hope that I hope that Elon doesn't get suicided. <laughs> I just I just hope it doesn't happen, but uh my <clears> god. <throat> It's, uh, I was going to say he's a little too high profile, but you know the uh, prime minister of Belarus died suddenly. Uh, and yes, I said that with air quotes. Yeah, died suddenly. Uh, what most people think is the deep state is really a tangled collaboration between state agencies, private contractors, and sometimes state-funded NGOs. Mm-hmm. The lines become so blurred as to be meaningless yep so (laughs) the fbi was not the only one to flag content the department of homeland security and several state governments let's all get in on it Mm -hmm. notified twitter to content they thought was problematic uh let's let's go back a couple of weeks to the revelation of they had their own portal to log in and Mm -hmm. see what to shut down some of this was done through the Partner Support Portal, an outlet constructed by the Center for Internet Security and Partner Organization with the DHS. <laughs> These three-letter uh, agencies always. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, that's uh, that's part two. Um, didn't you have something on the Twitter files? Not on the Twitter files, no. Okay. Well, the the one thing that I have, and this came from The Verge, uh, Elon Musk's $8 Twitter blue subscription is coming back with phone number verification and a high price on iOS. And, and the, mm-hmm. the higher price on iOS, people misunderstood. They don't realize that everything you run through Apple, they take 30%. Yes. There's there's a purpose behind that. So he's not charging you more because you use Apple. Well, I guess he is, but, you know, Apple's oh, choosing you more or charging right. you more to use Apple. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's charging everybody the same, actually. Yeah. It's just Apple users have to pay more of a fee. Uh, no, the, the what I wanted to talk about on Twitter um, was two, uh, two former... Twitter employees. When you said people leaving Twitter, I thought that's what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alfonso Bonds, 
Terrell and Davaris Brown met during their uh, orientation on their, both of them at their first day working at Twitter, mm-hmm. said uh, we were the only two black guys in there. And we were like, hey, we'll be friends. Um, it reminds me of like, you know, second grade. You walk up to somebody, hey, you want to be my friend? <laughs> uh, so uh, neither one of them are uh, working for Twitter anymore. Mm-hmm. And they uh, just announced a waitlist sign-up for Spill, which they describe as a real-time conversational platform that puts culture first. So I think we're going to see. I'm going to uh, tell you a little bit more a about real it. Real black but, Twitter. Uh, I think we're going to see. Yeah, I think we're going to see uh, how big this woke thing really is by how much this platform you know really breaks out. Right. Because uh, they said. Um, as black creatives and technologists working in social media, they have watched black women, queer people, and other diverse communities that have powered new trends on platforms like Twitter and TikTok only to be overlooked. And then uh, it says, uh, in the same way that black founders are unfairly dismissed in venture capital, black content creators have had their work stolen and earned fewer brand deals than white creators. So what they're saying is it's a platform issue. Uh, it says, uh, even before I left Twitter, over the last several months, I was talking to black female creators, talking to black queer creators, and I'm like, how do you make money? Is any platform supporting you? Does the idea of spill interest you? So they're going to create this new uh, platform called Spill that is going to build in... Um, a lot of creator monetization features right from the beginning. And they're going to use blockchain technology to chart how <laughs> posts go viral and compensate their creators behind them. We're using blockchain. <laughs> but they refuse to call it a Web3 company. Everybody wants to use that word blockchain. Most people, even the ones that use the term blockchain, have no idea what it means. None whatsoever. Um, and I mean, it. You almost need a, a mathematics degree to truly understand it. Uh, I mean, I, I understand it because I've been in IT for 35 years and, you know, I've, I've written a well, similar basically, language. You, you've got a, you got a inline, um, an online register that, that documents that and it's uh, immutable. Right. Exactly. It cannot be changed whatsoever. Once it's on there, it's on there. That's my big word for today, immutable. That's a big word. You got the uh, word for word of a day calendar? (laughs) So um, I want to see when this launches, how well it does, because this is going to give us an understanding of the true woke community. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Let me, let me just pose this. So you got these things called minorities, right? Um, and, And they would be, there's a majority and a minority, you never hear minority anymore. It's disenfranchised or well, oppressed. But for this conversation, we're going to call it minority. And whatever that minority is, whether it be black, gay, black, gay, transsexual, whatever, whatever you consider, the smallest 2% or up to 17% of the population, however you want to combine that. So we've we've got that right there. Then, then we have this... Um, uh, 73% of the population over here. Okay. So you've got this population over here 
that uh, ain't going to make much money. And then you have this population over here that combined, they make a lot of money because the majority uh, go to work and uh, pay their bills and save a little money. And then you have this starving artist uh, minority group over here that don't have no, don't have no none of that. Because <laughs> they're not going to comply with social norms. So the guy with the neck tattoo and the face tattoo is not going to be a bank teller. No. Um, he's going to be flipping burgers or making coffee as a barista gonna, for minimum gonna have wage. have a job with his name on his shirt. Exactly. So I'm just saying doomed to failure because if you're the minority and then you're thinking, okay, so what, what did we work out for value for value? It's one of 10 donate. Not so, even. So it would probably be even less in the, let's just call it the, the minorities, the alternative population. That sure. was, that was a big term back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, the alternative so this thing is doomed to failure is what yeah. it is. And Absolutely. so here's the business plan. This is what they're doing. They're going to get this started. They're going to cause bigger ruckus about it. Then somebody's going to come by it and think it's a good idea. And then they're going to roll it into another platform. Ta-da. Yep. But the thing is that, see, this is what woke is really truly all about is the minority setting the rules and the majority is supposed to follow along. Yes. And that's what wokeness really is. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've disenfranchised or oppressed the minorities for so long that they get to make all the rules now. Mm, get luck with that. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing is, is people see it going that way and there's like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, let's back off. Um, mm-hmm. And that's where we were talking about, you know, the government backing off on mandatory vaccinations. Is they're just seeing that, that, yeah, you push some of the population, but not all of them. They're not going to, they'll go along with it for a little while because they're too busy. And that's what they, you know, that's what they're trying to do. But yep. then they're like, well, hold on. You just went too far. And now I'm paying attention. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'd like to say that I'm awake. I'm not woke, yeah. but I am awake. <laughs> so I never went to sleep. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fall for this. Um, but anyway, well, good luck to them and their social platform of misfits. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to move on to uh, our favorite social networking platform, TikTok. We just love TikTok. Well, there's a, there is a bipartisan bill now that's on the floor to ban TikTok, TikTok in the United States over uh, Chinese hacking fears. All the- we know that TikTok is owned by ByteDance, a Chinese mm-hmm. company. And by law, Chinese government has access to any data of any Chinese company. By law. So the Chinese government, the Chinese Communist Party can go in at any time and say, hey, give us your data. Um, and they do. They have people on site in offices at ByteDance. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, what just also just came out is that now, I don't know if that bill's going to go anywhere to ban TikTok. Probably not. It's a bunch of blustering and, and, you know, blowing up your chest and 
We did a we did a thing. <laughs> but uh China's not the only country that can access that data. Mm. There are backdoors and stuff in there that ready for this, according to the EU. And their um uh securities people. Um the TikTok data is being accessed by Brazil, Canada, China, Israel, Japan, Malaysia, Philippines, Singapore, South Korea, and the United States. All have remote access to TikTok European data. And if it's European data, then I'm sure U.S. data as well. Yeah. So all those companies, all those countries are getting in there and using that data and, and able to do, you know, whatever. Do they have you know, any... This is, this is just, I wonder if they have any data scientists on staff. (laughs) Data miners. No, no, data scientists. Data scientists. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, the FCC uh, called for TikTok to be banned in America after deeming it an unacceptable unacceptable security risk Mm -hmm. and calling for Apple and Google to remove the app from their respective stores. And, you know, I mean... I'm not opposed to it. Um, I'm not generally a person that likes banning stuff because um, there's a, a fine line between that and book burning. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, there's no real path forward outside of a ban with something like this because now we're talking about, you know, actual national security concerns. What is happening in my... I have a niece that's uh, just turned 18. She loves TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my sister about it, and she said, what kind of information are they going to get from, you know, my daughter who's just turned 18? All of she it. She doesn't have any national security secrets. All of it. <laughs> well, it's all demographic data. And um, in that demographic data, you know, they understand what our population likes, what they don't like, what they do, what they don't do. And then that's what these algorithms do in social media mm-hmm. is direct your thinking. Oh, and they learn how they to control realize us. it. They They're learn. directing you to what they think you should like. And they keep doing it until you get there. Mm-hmm. You will obey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, it, it's crazy. So, um, who was it? I saw a listing of all the information that they get from you. Not just your phone number. It's not just your email address. Oh, they got key loggers uh, in there that take that take everything that you type on your phone, not while you're in TikTok, but everything on your phone gets sent to them. Yep. It's got your, your name, your gender, your date of birth, your mobile number, your email. Uh, it's got uh, things like if you're moving, how fast you're moving. What's the weather like where you are standing right now? You know, any information that's on your phone right now, they have access to. Mm-hmm. Because everybody clicks yes, except that EULA. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I mean, TikTok is nothing but evil. But, you know, it fits into the, you know, the, the serious attention deficit that we're creating in these kids 
make them, you know, only able to pay attention for 15 to 30 seconds for these videos. And then the next one could charge. And then the next one. And then the next one. Not only that, but it's we're creating attention deficit. It's a it's that constant endorphin shot. Did they like did they like my content? Is my contact trending? It's that it's a constant shot of endorphins, which makes you when you're not getting it, makes you very depressed. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then, you know, and then the other thing with TikTok, and I, I mentioned the, earlier about words that I'm getting tired of hearing, challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of hearing the word challenge because these are not challenges. You know, to get you to do something is not a challenge. Mm-hmm. A challenge is, you know, there's a, you do something, there's a reward if you make it. If you, don't, you know, there's not a challenge. The new one is called the invisible challenge, which there's this filter that apparently they have on TikTok that will make you invisible and just have a silhouette. So this, this so-called challenge is that you turn on this filter and it's just a silhouette and you take your clothes off. (laughs) Um, Now, granted, nobody can see you because this filter is on. They can't, they cannot see that you're naked. Huh. So, um, <laughs> attackers now, these hackers, I don't know, I don't really like calling them hackers because they're not all that great. Script kiddies. Um, they're post, they're, they post online that they create an app that's able to remove this invisible body filter. Nah. <laughs> so all you have to do is join their Discord server and get the app. Mm-hmm. And people are doing it, you know, because, of course, there's teenage boys on there. They're, they want to see it all. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's teenage girls that do, too. But anyway, it's malware. It says you download the app and it, it actually comes up and has you give them a rating on GitHub, uh-huh. a five star rating on GitHub for this app that now will sit there and steal all of your data. Uh. I mean, people, come on. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, look, I got this call last week no. from somebody that I, you know, do business with from time to time. Uh-huh. And they said, uh, uh, Microsoft called and needed access to my computer. I was like, please, 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 please tell me. Did you say Microsoft? Yes. I said, please tell me you didn't let them in. They were like, yep. I'm like, oh, oh Jesus. Unplug the phone. Unplug the computer. Yes. Turn it off. Don't shut the lid. Turn it off. Yes. I was like, they are stealing your data. How long has it been on there? Well, we've been working through this for about three hours. I was like, ah. Oh, my God. And they were like, they're on our they phone. They got it all. They're on my phone, too. I'm like, what? What? They're on your phone. Don't you have an Apple? Yeah. Why do you think Microsoft would want to be on your phone? Well, I don't know. Uh, I'm like, Ugh. I was like, wipe your phone. Well, what about my contacts? What about your contacts? They're probably backed up in the cloud. I wouldn't worry about that because right now they're getting your bank account. Yep. Like, Ugh. The people. Speaking of Apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Apple's a good corporate uh, 
social par- sar- social partner. Yeah, douche. <laughs> they're a good social partner. Yeah, they uh, they do things that that are good for society, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, oh. Apple turned off protest communication tool right before an anti-lockdown uprising in China. <laughs> Why? Because China told them to. Because they get their phones built in China. Exactly. By slave labor. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, okay, what's what's going on? Well, the stuff we like, really, and that's protests against lockdowns and, uh-huh. and uh, you know, inv- uh, trespassing on human rights. Mm-hmm. uh you know, and some of the stuff that they're doing in there. And, and look, I take the media with a grain of salt when I see stuff like this, but they actually had video of them welding the door shut in these high rise apartment buildings, literally welding them shut so they can't get out. So what they did is, uh, you know, airdrop allows communications between devices. Which is just Bluetooth. Let's face it. It's Bluetooth. They're calling it AirDrop, but it's Bluetooth. Right. And we know what it is. Uh, they've just branded it. Um, so they disabled, went into people's phones and disabled AirDrop. Wow. So, uh, well, Apple launched the update to the app in China that restricted usage to just 10 minutes making it harder for protesters to communicate with other activists as well as send messages to nearby bystanders and tourists. Mm -hmm. So they disallowed the communication so that they could, I don't know, uh, um, I don't want to say rise up, but uh, band together, you know, as a, as a people to show their distaste for, um, Stuff like lockdowns and zero COVID policy, yeah, forced injections and stuff like that. And people don't realize that these decisions are made by bureaucrats, which is the same thing that's happening here. Is they're Mm -hmm. making health choices and and your freedom of movement choices by bureaucracy. Yeah, these are the same people. The ones here, anyway, are the same people that complained that insurance companies are making medical decisions for you. Mm -hmm. But now you're happy with government officials who have even less knowledge making medical decisions for you. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, One one more. One more Apple thing. California Apple store loses $35,000 in brazen daylight theft. No arrests have been made. In California... Yeah, Where our sure. buddy, now I know you like to call him Captain Hair Gel, but yeah, try this one on for size. Greasy Gavin. Greasy Gavin. I like it. <laughs> I, I like it. Uh, according to the San Francisco Standard, the brazen daylight heist was called into the police at 4.17 p.m. Police say that the suspect was threatening violence, threatening violence to any employer or shopper who tried to stop the theft. Now, this was a skinny kid. I'm not going to talk about race, but he was a skinny kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and if there wasn't a bunch of soy boys, somebody could have taken him down pretty easy. But anyway, uh-huh. 
While violence was threatened, no weapons were used and no injuries were sustained by anyone involved. The suspect are suspected. The suspects. Okay, so it's an S on there. So there was more than one suspected to have made their get getaway in a red Mazda and police are trying to track down the criminals. Okay. So no suspects. Oh, well, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to bring something up here. Okay. Everybody in the Apple store, what kind of phone do you think that they would probably have on them? Next tell. <laughs> so they probably all have iPhones and, and look, uh-huh. there were people in the store filming this guy walking around and they were stepping out of his way and Apple store employees were pulling people. Just let them do it. Just let them do it. Mm-hmm. Store full, full mm-hmm. of phones, camera phones. And the, the thieves didn't bother to mess with any of the people that were filming. Right. They, they didn't care. They had masks on wear a mask. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you're going to steal, steal safely. Um, nobody could walk outside and it was a red Mazda. Nobody could get the license plate number with a camera phone and that, you know, new camera is supposed to be so great. They couldn't get, not one of them could get a shot of the license plate number. Anyway, I'm sure that's rhetorical folks. Yeah. Uh, Palo Alto police captain James Russian. Reffin Snyder. Reffin Snyder? Okay. Okay, well, whatever. Hey, so. James had this to say about the robbery when he spoke to the San Francisco Standard. No arrests have been made. Why? Because they defunded the police. But anyway. In San Francisco. <laughs> and we have made, have had no suspect information or other, both suspects are black males. In their late teens or early 20s, one was wearing a blue hoodie with black pants and the other was wearing a gray hoodie with blue jeans. That's racist. (laughs) So anyway, um, no customer or employee seemed to be making an attempt to stop the bad guys, but who can blame them? I don't know. Get some nuts and quit being soy boys. And stand <laughs> up to uh, this crap so people mm-hmm. will be deterred to do it in the future. I don't know. Quit being a puss. Um, anyway, uh, Californians deserve to feel safe, especially as they head to the stores this holiday season. We've doubted down. We've doubled down in our efforts to combat crime with millions of dollars to deter arrest and successfully prosecute criminals, including in organized retail theft. This year, shopping centers across California will see saturated patrols of CHP, regional teams that work with local law enforcement agencies to help make arrests and recover stolen merchandise. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. You defunded the police. Yep. You're exactly. getting what you, you deserve. Them. You're getting Pelosi's hammered in the head. You're yep. getting Apple stores ripped off. You're getting people defecating on the street, shooting heroin on the street. 
It's chaos and anarchy. And this is what you wanted. This is what you asked for. Until it comes to your door. And that sense of security of being in a really nice neighborhood, uh, desirable neighborhood. Uh, Yeah, the criminals are starting to come to you. And now come home to roost. Yeah. And now it's like, uh, where's the police? Because I don't own any guns because guns are bad. I need the police to protect me. Well, you might get a social worker out there to try to talk them to only stealing half your shit. But, uh, Hey, yeah, get what you get folks. Hey, the, the police will be there in minutes when seconds matter. Yes. So anyway, uh, I think that's, uh, that's my Apple news for today. What do you got? I got a little Apple news. Mm-hmm. Apple has doubled down. Um, you know, back September of 21, I think it was, mm-hmm. uh, when we talked about it, when Apple was going to do the hashing of images. Oh, porno. Child, uh, Kitty child porn. porn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, they, they uh, decided against that after all the backlash because, you know, too many politicians oh, we, yeah, were we going to get caught. <laughs> talked about this quite a bit about all the stuff that they could have actually done with it outside of just detecting mm-hmm. uh, child porn. Um, so they've abandoned the offer, the efforts to create that hashing system, and instead, they have made an announcement of an even stronger iCloud privacy measures that will end-to-end encrypt even backups with stronger encryption. So, so you can hide your porn. Yeah, they've actually <laughs> they've actually abandoned the efforts to detect porn, and decided to make encryption of porn even stronger. I think some uh, kid diddling politicians were involved in this one. Yeah, I think maybe. Oh my God! Now, granted, all these you know, uh, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, Center for Democracy and Technology, the Electronic. Frontier Foundation and Fight for the Future. Oh man, um, they're all they're all coming out. You know, they want the the hashing system that Apple had originally announced. Sure, but uh, now they're all up in arms because instead of creating a safer environment for children on, online, they created a more dangerous one. <laughs> yeah, they've they've uh, they've made it easier to hide child porn. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm. Yeah, just another point in Apple, you know, another feather in Apple's app, you know, on how great they are. But but let's see. I mean, you can't call them pedophiles anymore, isn't it? Like, uh, you you can't call them pedophiles anymore. That's not politically correct. It's uh, a youth attracted people or something like that. Yeah, I forget what uh, they actually do have a new term for it. I don't know. They all belong to Nambla. I got one. It's pedo. How about that? Oh, yeah. Um, if I can't say that, then I'll say Peter File. What's his Peter name? File? Peter. Peter File. Hey, that works. <laughs> that works. It's an old IT joke. Anyway, uh, uh, that's all I got on Apple. All right. Well, let me talk about something really important. Do it. Trump's NFT sold out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a laser, I saw the laser beam that he was going to do pew, pew. NFTs of trading cards of himself mm. for 99 bucks. And 
And, Seriously, come on. And they sold out in yeah, hours. They did. Sucker born every minute. Um, look. Oh, God. I'm not just, I'm just not going to jump on this NFT bandwagon for any of it. Well, I'm not either, but that's not my point. Everybody knows yeah. how I feel about oh, I know. NFTs. I know. You're you're not getting it. You're not getting anything in your sucker. Um, look, well, of course, I said the same thing about Bitcoin, but anyway, which is still true. You're not getting anything with no. Bitcoin, but no. <laughs> anyway, uh, when I when I saw these things, I was like. Oh, how embarrassing. If I did this for myself, I would be so embarrassed. Yes. I'd be like, you can't, you guys can't put this stuff out. This is stupid. One, I don't have, I'm not ripped like Superman and I don't Mm. have, I mean, I get the laser beams coming out of the eyes, but uh, I'm not ripped like Superman. I mean, it's only a guy like this can commit so much political suicide. I'm just like, man, come on. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. No joke. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't. Uh, if, one, if one of my board members or something came to me and said, this is a good idea, I would fire him. Yeah. I just, I don't get it. I am. Okay. So I don't feel for people or not often anyway. <laughs> that will require emotions. Yeah. something I don't really have, but uh, oh, yeah, I only feel for him in the dark, but I feel embarrassed for him yes. because he's incapable of feeling embarrassed for himself. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I know what people are going to say. They're going to say, yeah, but it sold out. So obviously it was a good idea. No, it wasn't a good yeah. idea. It's just so many people. I mean, just like the Democrats, there's so many people who are brainwashed into Trump everything. Now, here again, I've said earlier on this podcast, I supported his initiatives, not yes. his personality. And yeah, I, can, I don't like the guy. Yeah, I can, have. I can get past. Yeah, back in the 90s. I can get past his. Good Lord. I can get past his, his policies. Um, I mean, past his personality and, and just focus on his policies. That's not a problem mm-hmm. for me. But this stuff is just oh man it's embarrassing dude i i just i don't even know what to say i mean it's ridiculous um when he first announced his nomination at the primaries in 2015 um or 2016 whenever it was he actually announced mm -hmm. i thought it was a joke because he had announced you know there's been this is not the first time he's tried to do it yeah and i always figured it was just a it was a publicity gag it was a no clue. I had, I don't even know if he really realized that he could get the nomination until about halfway through the primaries. Yeah. And I thought it was a joke. I, in 2016, I did not vote for Donald Trump. He got my vote because I voted against Hillary Clinton. Right. Is what I did. Cause I thought he was a joke. Now, once he got in office, his policies and stuff were pretty damn good. He did a lot of good for us as a country. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like his personality. He's way too thin skinned to be in politics and way too arrogant. You know, there's yeah. not an ounce of humility. Bad humility combination. Um, yeah. I, look, <sighs> big face palm on this one. And mm-hmm. uh, I wish, 
personally, I, I appreciate what he had done economically. Um, mm-hmm. I don't appreciate what Biden has done economically. I think that goes without saying. Uh, you know, step aside, you're you're gonna be, you know, 82 years old when you run again. Mm-hmm. Step aside and clear the way for he could easily be a kingmaker. Well, yeah, clear the way for, for DeSantis. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the guy who refused to lock down, the guy who, yep. who uh, you know, had a booming state during during the pandemic, mm-hmm. the place where everybody wanted to go, you know, yes. clear the way. Uh, just stop. <laughs> I mean, do we want to do this again? You know, it's like, I know he didn't cause riots and stuff like that. I know that's the Democrats and that's the Democrat machine. But when when you take it, do you want to do this again? It's like, geez, guys. Um. Anyway, it's bordering on masochism at this point. Yeah, yeah. So, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to do. No, uh, I don't know what to do about that. But uh, anyway, that's all the tech news I got. All right. Well. Um, I do have, uh, something short. Um, there is a, uh, bill going, going through right now. And it's, uh, I think it's, uh, HR, HR 933. And, uh, uh, they've been trying to get it through this 117th Congress for a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's to remove short barreled rifles from the definition of firearms for the purpose of national firearms act for other purposes. That's what it's called. So in other words, um, just, just a little history lesson for everybody. Um, you have to have a 16 inch barrel on a rifle or it's considered short barrel rifle, which is a felony to own unless you have a tax stamp. There is a provision that it can be considered a pistol if you do not mount it to your shoulder and it can be shorter than 16 inches. It can be two inches. It really doesn't yeah, matter. It's considered a pistol, pistol at that point. as long as it is not shoulder fired. Right. And if you have a pistol brace on it, then it would be considered a pistol. And the pistol brace, it goes around your forearm and then you have some Velcro that holds it in place and this was originally designed for uh warriors who were amputees or partial amputees who couldn't use both hands so they could use one hand and 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 fire it from their forearm and you know have it for hunting or sport shooting or just just whatever they want to do with it it's none of my business what you do with your weapons uh or your firearms. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's called a stabilizing brace. Well, if the ATF comes through with their new guidance on pistol braces overnight, it will become a felony to own one and it will be, it will become a felony to own a short barrel SBR, a short barrel rifle, uh, which is under 16 inches, it will become a felony at that point to own one unless you have a tax stamp. Mm-hmm. So 
you'll become an overnight felon. And, and look, <laughs> people who buy these things are not criminals and terrorists. No. They're everyday people who want to protect their homes. Look, I don't know if you've tried to come around corners with a 16-inch barrel in a home. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, yeah. If you've got a 10-inch barrel, it's it just became a lot easier. And, uh, you know, these are generally designed for home defense. They're not... When you shorten a barrel, the accuracy goes down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you're not, <laughs> all these shootings that they're talking about with assault type rifles are all 16 inch barrels. They're full rifles. They're yeah. not SBRs. Has nothing to do with it. Are they a little more concealable under a trench coat? Maybe, but they're still a rifle. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not a, uh, you know, revolver. Yeah. You know, they seal pretty simple. So anyway, here's the thing. The guidance was supposed to come out in December. Nobody's still seen this guidance yet, but it is on the president's desk for this guidance to be looked at. And they're going to have these new rules in this point system. And it's really ridiculous. You know, uh, flip up sites is going to be considered one point off. If they're not fixed. Yeah, I know. A scope automatically puts it on puts it on the list of of short barrel rifle uh on this point says and this is all considering that you have a barrel less than 16 if you have a barrel that's 16 or over it doesn't you don't have to do any of this stuff but what they're doing is they're trying to define rifle so if you have this pistol brace on it it is not it is not a is not a it's considered a pistol now it's considered a rifle and you're breaking the law so you do have this checklist with this point systems, which if you have them outfitted like I do, mm-hmm. uh, you're you're not even going to get past question two before it's considered right. an SBR. Uh, they it's it's kind of a trap, uh, mm-hmm. and and I, I do find it is entrapment. And being a law abiding citizen that owns a firearm for his own personal protection inside and outside his home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is this is just government overreach to people don't realize that they're not saving lives by doing this. They're creating their own oppressors. Every yeah. time you've given up your guns, it has created a new oppressor. Yeah. And and people don't get this. And it's it like, makes you less safe. Yeah. And the reason why we're free and we're not like Australia, which got locked down and, and, and thrown into camps, literally thrown into camps if you did not obey during COVID Mm -hmm. the only thing that separates us from them are we can own guns and that's it. Other than that, the government can come in and oppress you if you don't own, if you don't bear arms. Right. So, you know, and that's why the second amendment was put in there. Um, so, so that you don't have to listen to an oppressive government. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They did the first amendment, which is all these, rights that they believe that we should all have and and not be infringed. And then they came up with the second amendment to protect the first amendment. Yes. To enforce the uh, first amendment and to uh, not be subject to a tyrannical government. Right. Which is what a lot of the first amendment does. Mm -hmm. Which is what this administration is trying to do. (laughs) Yes. 
trying to Absolutely. be a tyrannical government. But anyway, so that's my, that's my, uh, report on that. And my, my two cents, my two cents on that is, is, uh, is there will be a lot of lawsuits filed. They're already in process that once the guidance does come out, uh, let's remember the ATF is not the law. They no. have given them power. Right. They're an agency. They're, They're not yeah. Congress. Yeah. And they, uh, in my opinion, need to be abolished. But mm. anyway, I digress. Mm. And that's all I have for today. All righty. So, all right. Well, uh, thank you all for tuning in and listening and uh, hearing what uh, Scott and I have to say. <clears throat> uh, you can reach me. Dean at techtools.net if you'd like to get a hold of me and let me know uh, how I'm doing or how badly I'm doing. Really, it doesn't matter. Uh, that's tech to, as Dean at techtools.net, T E K T O O L Z.net, or go to our website, uh, techtools.net. Guess how that's spelled? T E K T O O L Z.net. Become a producer, give us information, give us uh, some ideas that you'd like to hear, or just uh, send in a little donation, let us know. Uh, that you get some value from this, put a dollar amount on it and send it our way. We'd appreciate it. And how can they get a hold of you, Scott? Um, Scott at techtools.net. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm not going to respell that because if you hadn't got it the first couple of times, uh, you're retarded. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, stay free, Dean. Stay safe, Scott. <laughs>